1: Happy New Year, soulmates. Happy New Year, brother. That's right. New Year, <laughs> new you,
2: new that, opportunities.
1: All of that. Plenty to uh, talk about on our first show of the new year. It's Monday, January the 2nd. Welcome to Fox Souls Black Report. I'm Courtney Hicks.
2: And I'm Nicole Delaide-Corte. We are honored to stand behind this desk each day. TO TAKE YOU ON A JOURNEY ACROSS BLACK AMERICA AND Mm -hmm. THE STORIES THAT IMPACT OUR PEOPLE IN YET ANOTHER NEW YEAR.
1: I WAS GOING TO SAY IN THIS NEW YEAR WE'RE GOING TO CONTINUE TO CONTINUE TO PRESS FORWARD AND BRING YOU OUR NEWS, OUR VIEWS, AND OUR VOICE. SO LET'S TAP INTO SOME OF THE TOP STORIES FOR THE NEW YEAR. AS A PHILADELPHIA MAN WHO SERVED NEARLY THREE DECADES BEHIND BARS, INCLUDING 25 YEARS ON THE CITY'S DEATH ROW LIST, WAS FATALLY SHOT. CHRISTOPHER WILLIAMS WAS GUNNED DOWN WHILE ATTENDING THE FUNERAL OF ANOTHER FORMER prisoner reports say he was following a funeral procession by car and once Williams stepped out of his vehicle, he was shot in the head. Williams was released from prison in February of 2021, proudly celebrating his exoneration of four murders and was eventually acquitted of two other
2: murders. Black America is back to work following the latest jobs report. President Biden says history has been made as the economy over the last year created 467,000 jobs, and the unemployment rate for black workers fell to 6.9 percent and dropped to 5.8 percent for black women, specifically. The president highlighted that the 6.6 million jobs added to the U.S. economy since he took office and is expected to give an update report in the coming months.
1: And there is a a new medical research out that shows racism poses a public health threat to millions worldwide. Doctors say racism Uh, Xenophobia and discrimination are fundamentally influences on health globally, but have been overlooked by health researchers, policymakers, and practitioners. The study also found that inaccurate and unfounded assumptions about genetic differences between races also continue to shape health outcomes through research, policy, and practice the review of evidence. Now, the study argues that discrimination is a significant driver of racial health inequities and impacts health by directly affecting the body via stress responses, profoundly shaping living environments and limiting individuals opportunity to improve health.
2: Police departments across the country are hemorrhaging officers faster than recruiters can find qualified applicants now that officers are leaving the force in record numbers. Seattle has lost more than a quarter of its police force in the past two and a half years. The Fairfax County Police Chief in Virginia declared a personnel emergency on July 28th, instituting mandatory overtime. Three small towns, kinley North Carolina, Melbourne Village, Florida, and Springfield, Colorado, experienced mass resignations this past summer some experts also blame social media and news coverage of high profile police shootings in custody deaths and violent interactions all of which has led to a growing mistrust of law enforcement
1: the international african-american museum won't open this month as planned because of humidity and temperature issues with the building in charleston south carolina this is according to officials Now, the concern is that uh, environmental fluctuations could damage artifacts planned to be on display. Museum officials said they are monitoring the humidity in the facility, which is downtown in Charleston. Now, the museum is at the former Gadsden Wharf, where tens of thousands of enslaved Africans first entered America. Organizers of the museum broke ground at the site back in 2019 after raising more than $100 million in public and private funds. Now, the museum had been scheduled to open the weekend of January 24th, sh- first shortly after uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. No word on the new opening date.
2: Evanston, a city just north of Chicago where my brother lives, is seeing positive change as they're the first U.S. city to pay reparations to black residents. Its population of 78,000 is diverse, about two-thirds white, nearly a fifth black, with a sizable Asian and Hispanic community, and its politics predictably liberal. During the 2020 election, Donald Trump got less than a tenth of the vote there and the city has started paying money to black residents who face barriers to buying the home they wanted due to the mid 20th century policies. According to their city council, the plan was shaped by a series of town hall meetings and consultations with local residents. But it's worth noting that there are no cash payments being issued. Instead, the uh, They will have uh, reparations in the form of uh, $25,000 grants that can be used for a down payment on a home, repairs, or to pay down a mortgage.
1: And to Maryland now, where Governor-elect Wes Moore says that relocating the FBI's headquarters to Prince George's County is a, quote, personal priority and has called on the U.S. General Services Administration to make a decision that aligns with President Biden's equity goals. Moore's comments come a day after House Majority Leader Cindy H. Hoyer, U.S. Senators Ben Cardin and Chris Van Holen negotiated at least a three-month delay in a decision on the relocating by inserting language about the headquarters into an omnibus federal spending package. Biden revived a plan to relocate to either Maryland, which uh, two sites in Prince George's uh, or Virginia, which has a site in Fairfax County. Securing the FBI headquarters would be an economic boom for either jurisdiction.
2: In major U.S. cities, officials are ramping up efforts to reduce homelessness. New York City Mayor Eric Adams recently announced plans to involuntarily institutionalize unhoused, severely mentally ill folks on the streets, while L.A. Mayor Karen Bass has declared a state of emergency to quickly marshal local, state, and federal resources. Now, the Biden-Harris administration is rolling out a national push to reduce homelessness by 25% in two years. The initiative would mandate various government agencies work with states and cities to target unsheltered homelessness. It would also expand housing and services to prevent people from being unhoused before they turn to the streets. Now new data from the Department of Housing and Urban Development shows that the number of people experiencing homelessness increased by 6%.
1: And as we begin this new year, changes to retirement rules could be coming up, uh, could be uh, coming and could help seniors build more savings. A report says the changes stem from a combination of bills passed by the House and Senate, including Auto enrollment in work 401ks. Employers could also help workers with student loan debt. You don't say another change would allow bigger and earlier contributions and increase the age when people have to begin taking minimum distributions. Now, if passed, the changes would take place after December 31st, 2024. So are we looking forward to these changes or not?
2: Uh, Well, you know, I don't know if we're looking forward to them, but you know they are what they are. Yeah. You know what can you do? What can you do? Mm-hmm. But um, but back to the story about the uh, the officers that are quitting in mass. Oh yeah, I was just kind of blown away that you know there are folks out there blaming the media you know for this, and you know I know we report very often on mm-hmm. officer involved shootings and allegations of uh, overuse of force. Um, you know as we should, mm-hmm. um, uh, but. Uh, Uh, to think that, you know, we're the reason why police officers, you know, may be resigning from the force. Um, Maybe it's not us. Maybe it's just the call for accountability. Mm. Maybe that's what it is. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they've ever thought about that.
1: Well, it could, could be. could be. I, I think, you know, it's easier to say you and you and this and that and, mm-hmm. and really not hold yourself uh, accountable. But, uh, you know, internally, there's no denying that police departments across uh, the country are catching it on, on many different levels. And uh, I'm hoping in this new year, as everybody is taking a, a, a breath of fresh air, that we can come up with more resolution-based uh, uh, dialogue and, and solutions that will get us to where we want to be, regardless. Of what side of the of the shield you may be on, whether it be a, you know a citizen or or someone in blue, you know we need uh, we need results and, and we need positive um, yielding results yeah. if you will. So and and,
2: and speaking of results, I mean isn't it pretty amazing that Wes Moore he's still oh, only yeah. the governor elect, but he is already getting to work, uh, trying to persuade mm-hmm. uh, the. Federal government to mm-hmm. move the headquarters of the FBI to Prince George County. That would be a big boom. It'd be huge. Uh, for Maryland, uh, for that black community mm-hmm. uh, uh, in Prince George County. This is a mm-hmm. personal priority, he, he says, mm-hmm. uh, uh, as he's getting ready to take office. And so, you know, we're, we're only, what, two days into the new yeah. year, and uh, it's on a popping.
1: It's going to be interesting to just watch him throughout uh, his, his term because he, he is already a rock star. Folks are looking forward to that. Uh, Coming up, a major partnership between Walgreens and a major uh, delivery app.
2: That's right. We're going to tell you what can now be delivered straight to your door. That could save Mm. your life. You're watching Fox News Black Report. We'll be back in a moment. At a small patch of Central Park's flanking New York Harlem neighborhood, scores of folks, including the New York City Mayor Eric Adams, came to remember the injustice that imprisoned five black and Latino teenagers after they were wrongly accused and convicted of the 1989 rape of a white jogger, the
1: entryway located on the northern perimeter of the park between Fifth Avenue and Malcolm X Boulevard. For those in the area will be known as the gate of the exonerated commemorating the miscarriage of justice that not only happened to the five men, but also to the unknown who may have been wrongly imprisoned as well. This was the first time Raymond Santana, one of the exonerated five, now in his 40s, has returned to Central Park since that fateful day 33 years ago.
2: That's right. As the controversial Trump-era Title 42 immigration policy comes to an end, the Biden administration has been silent about how migrants who plan to claim asylum should enter the United States despite having more than two years to prepare. Migrants have been denied rights to seek asylum under U.S. and international law 2.5 million times since March 2020 on grounds of preventing COVID-19 under a public health rule that was scheduled to expire recently until the U.S. Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts ordered a temporary hold. Now many expect the government to use Uh, CBP1. It's an online platform for appointment registration that was introduced in 2020. Now CBP1, which some advocacy groups oppose over data privacy concerns, may be impractical for migrants without Internet access or language skills.
1: State Farm is the subject of a class action lawsuit filed recently in Illinois federal court following accusations the insurance provider neglected and discriminated against its black customers. Now, according to the New York Times, more than 800 people participated in a survey from Deborah Archer, that's the director of the Center on Race Inequality and the law at uh, NYU School of Law. According to Archer, the study revealed that State Farm's black policyholders had to submit more documentation and deal with claims adjusters more frequently than its white policyholders before the insurer would agree to pay them. Most white clients required fewer than three encounters before receiving approval for claims. Uh, They were one third times more likely to have their claims paid out in under a month, and I am a uh, State Farm customer, have been since I was probably about 18, and I can only remember one uh, incident where my home was broken into during my D.C. days, and I I, I feel like that was treated fairly, um, was treated fairly. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a little back and forth because they just wanted to get things uh, right. The only thing that really nerved me was look, there were items that were stolen that were family heirlooms that were, you know, years and years old. And you just going to have to take my word for it as a, as a paying, loyal customer. At that time, I'm in my 30s. I've been a customer since 18 that I'm telling the truth and that I don't have receipts for something that I bought 10 years ago. So we kind of, you know, moved through that. But I do remember an incident with another company where the car was stolen from here in Detroit and mm-hmm. they just gave me the hardest time so I can believe a report like this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I always like to say no data, no justice. And so mm-hmm. thank goodness that uh, the folks over at the, uh, uh, the at NYU's Center on Race, Inequality, and the Law that they conducted this survey that that uh, talked to over 800 people, mm-hmm. over 800 people, you know, who um, have had a negative encounter in terms of you know the process uh, by which to get their their claims uh, addressed uh, with State Farm, and so you know, uh, this isn't just State Farm. You know, we hear about stories like this, That's you right. know, with a lot of major companies. Mm-hmm. We were just reporting uh, at the end of the year about Wells Fargo. That's right. Um, and, and, that mess. And, and, and some of the disparities that we see in terms of black consumers and white consumers and everybody else. And so we'll continue to keep our eye on this story Absolutely. as it develops, you know, but again, no data, no justice. And so I'm glad they have some data to substantiate what a lot of Uh, State Farm uh, customers had been experiencing Mm -hmm. now uh, off to from State Farm to Walgreens. Walgreens recently announced a partnership with DoorDash and Uber to deliver free Paxilovid. It's a COVID-19 oral antiviral therapy. Uh, They're delivering this directly to the doorsteps of those who need it most at a time when COVID-19 cases are beginning to rise again. Now, with more than 8000 Walgreens locations offering same day delivery services available to anyone who lives within 15 miles of participating Walgreens locations, the majority of Americans have access to this program. Uh, That's about 92% of the population. Wow. Uh, This initiative is aimed at increasing access to COVID-19 treatment with a focus on reaching those in socially vulnerable or medically underserved areas. Now, eligible patients must have a Paxlovid prescription from a healthcare provider. Visit Walgreens.com forward slash prescription delivery. Uh, or you could use the Walgreens app or just an old fashioned phone call to your local Walgreens store. Yeah,
1: that's going to be quite helpful. Yeah. All right. Two Marietta, Georgia historic preservation groups have recently placed a historic marker on a black owned owned a home located downtown, honoring the contributions the Carter family made to the community. Here's the story. Oscar Carter and Sarah Young, who purchased the house back in 1944 in then segregated Marietta, raised their four children in the house, which was built in 1909. It remains the last private residence on Cole Street in what was once one of the largest black neighborhoods in the city. The Carter family homes serves uh, as a symbol of the vibrant black community which once surrounded it. Now the diverse Cobb committee has been asked to identify other historic homes in the black community.
2: 10 Houston Independent School District schools will receive new bikes and helmets this holiday season in partnership with Wish for Wheels, a nonprofit organization based in Denver, Colorado that works with companies to provide new bikes to students in economically disadvantaged schools. Now every second grade student at each of the 10 schools will receive this early Christmas gift or I should say belated Christmas gift Uh, for many students. uh, This will be the first time that they have owned a bike of their own. Now wish for wheels has played a key role since 2015 in donating more than 1500 new bikes and helmets to students in Texas in Colorado,
1: and you know, seeing as though um, we're still in the holiday season, a lot of people have uh, today off because the the New Year, the holiday fell on a Sunday, so we're still in the uh, Christmas and, if you will, New Year and and giving season. And and what this story brings to mind for me is everybody, um, you know, taps in. Well, not everybody, but most people tap into that spirit of giving during the holidays. And and my prayer, my hope is always that we extend that throughout, you know, the months to come, especially as we talk about embarking on. On a new year, because um, I always say this, your you're getting is in your giving, and uh, sometimes the more you give away, you know, the more you're you're, you're open to, to receive, so um, that's what that story reminded me of. Let's continue with that giving spirit. I think, you know, we always just, you know, tap into it during the holiday season, but let's keep that thing going, yeah. that energy going, yeah. you know, that thoughtfulness going.
2: And speaking of keeping that energy going, keeping that thoughtfulness going, you know, I think back to the darkest days of the pandemic and, mm. you know, how hard it was to to get shots and arms and make vaccines uh, available Mm -hmm. and so I'm really glad that uh, companies like Walgreens and DoorDash and Uber are teaming up uh, to utilize that infrastructure to get uh, medication to the folks that need it the most. I think uh, Paxlovid is a cholesterol medicine if I remember uh, or uh, no it's it is uh, a COVID-19 therapy Mm -hmm. uh, excuse me but uh uh, it is. It was not widely available during mm-hmm. the darkest days of the pandemic, and now it is. Mm-hmm. And so um, I hope uh, folks take advantage of that really cool, innovative way mm-hmm. of uh, getting uh, the medication to the people that need it the most. I think of our elderly. Mm-hmm. I think of uh, folks that may uh, uh, only utilize public transportation especially during uh, the winter months. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this might make things a little bit easier. And
1: who knows, it might inspire those companies to start uh, delivering other types of drugs, like uh, cholesterol, yeah. medic- medicine, high blood pressure, and you have it. That's right. Good deal. Stay, uh, still ahead, uh, isn't it an apology that's maybe a little too late,
2: well, a little too late? We'll tell you which leader is issuing an apology for their country's role in slavery.
1: welcome back and happy new year once again if you're just joining us we're going to recap some of today's biggest stories we start in philadelphia where a man who served nearly three decades behind bars including 25 years on the city's death row list was fatally shot christopher williams was gunned down while attending the funeral of another former prisoner reports say he was following a funeral procession uh, by car. And once Williams stepped out of his vehicle, he was shot in the head. He was uh, following a funeral procession uh, by car. And then that incident happened. Williams was released from prison in February of 2021, uh, proudly celebrating his exoneration of four murders and then was eventually acquitted of two other murders, uh, meaning Williams died an innocent man. A new medical research report shows that racism poses a public health threat to millions worldwide. The study also found that inaccurate and unfounded assumptions about genetic differences between races also uh, continue to shape health outcomes through research policy and practice and the review of evidence. Now the study argues that discrimination is a significant driver of racial health inequalities and impacts health by directly affecting the body via stress responses, profoundly shaping living environments and limiting individuals opportunities to improve health and police departments across the country are hemorrhaging officers faster than recruiters can find qualified applicants. Now that officers are leaving the force in record numbers, some experts also blame social media and news coverage of high profile police shootings in custody deaths and violent interactions, all of which has led to a growing mistrust of law enforcement. And lastly, changes to retirement rules could be coming in this new year, and it could help seniors build more savings. A report says the changes stem from a combination of bills passed by the House and Senate. Changes include auto enrollment in work 401ks. Employers could also help workers with student loan debt. That's a good look. Another. Change Change would allow bigger and earlier contributions and increase age—the age when people have to, to begin taking minimum distributions. Now, if passed, the changes would take place after December 31st of 2024. Nick Quarterly, back to you.
2: Thank you, Courtney. Now off to the Netherlands, where Dutch Prime Minister Mark Rutte apologized on Monday on behalf of his government for the Netherlands' role in slavery and the slave trade in a speech welcomed by activists as historic, but criticized, lacking in concrete plans for repair and reparations. Quotes, today I apologize, Rudd said in a 20-minute speech that was greeted with silence by an invited audience at the National Archive. Rudd apologized for the actions of the Dutch state in the past, post-hominously to all enslaved people worldwide who have suffered from those actions and to their daughters and sons and to all their descendants into the here and now. Now, Rutt told reporters that the government is not offering compensation to grandchildren or great grandchildren of enslaved people. Instead, it's establishing a get this $200 million euro or $212 million fund for initiatives to help tackle the legacy of slavery in the Netherlands and its former colonies and to boost education about the issue.
1: Kingmakers of Oakland is on a mission to improve the lives of black boys and build a stronger education system for all students. The Chan Zuckerberg initiative is committing $4.8 million to bring their comprehensive research backed school improvement approach to more schools and districts across the country. That's according to a new press release. Kingmakers works hand in hand with districts to help them get a full understanding of their community's unique needs they partner on building the capacity of schools to make improvements helping teachers form deep relationships with students that ultimately increase learning and life outcomes launched as the african-american male achievement program in the unified in the oakland unified school district back in 2010 kingmakers lady became later became an independent non profit.
2: Charles Barkley is donating a million dollars to Jackson State University, but that's not all. Barkley will also be matching the $1 million donation towards ALS research in honor of the former Auburn teammate, his former Auburn teammate Gary Godfrey and HBCU Bethune-Cookman University. Uh, uh, Barkley's interest in JSU's uh, reflection is a reflection of his adoration for his friend and former head coach, Deion Sanders. For Jackson State University, the donation comes as a pleasant surprise. Donating the HBCUs is nothing new for Barkley. He previously donated to Alabama A&M University, Clark Atlanta University, Morehouse College, Miles College, Tuskegee University, and Spelman College.
1: All right. A Wake Forest University law professor and psychologist has penned a new book titled... Haters. Author Gregory S. Parks traces the development of hate as it relates to jealousy and envy, drawing from history and uh, philosophy, in addition to rap, celebrity culture, activism, public figures, organizations, and academia. Parks explores who haters are, what motivates them, and more importantly, how to navigate them. Now, according to Parks, Haters hate due to insecurities, low self-esteem, and deep envy. He recommends when you're confronted, soulmates, with a hater to pose a toast and remind them to be
2: patient because so much more is coming. All right now. Experts and advocates for women of color say that black women face more challenges at work than their white male counterparts. The phenomenon has been coined as the glass cliff. It's, a, it's essentially the opposite of the glass ceiling, uh, the term that describes the barriers minorities face to advance in the workplace. Research shows that women and people of color are more likely to be appointed to poorly performing companies than white males, and are often hired or promoted to leadership roles at companies at times of crisis, with the expectation being that they will fix the issues. Now, According to a report, black women are also more likely to face microaggressions and have their colleagues question their abilities and judgment. Sound familiar, Courtney? Oh, I was going to
1: say, so basically what you're saying is the conversation continues even in a new year. <laughs> uh, but I, I think it's, um, hopefully it won't be a forever conversation, but while we are still feeling it out, still making strides, still stumbling a bit, still checking people, uh, you know, still letting people know, hey, um that we'll continue to have these conversations i think we'll continue to have to mull over these type of reports and and research and statistics um but you know as a people we just have to continue to move forward and and stay on code whatever code, whatever that code may be for your particular situation circumstance environment you know whatever aspect of your life uh, stay on code and and know that what you do and how you do it matters
2: that's right it and know matters. that and know that haters are going to hate <laughs> right i got to so, get that book and so and so you know some, some really good tools there uh, hopefully uh, sometime uh, soon here in the new year we'll have him on mm-hmm. uh to that would be uh, great. to talk about his book open Invitation uh, uh, to come join us. Um, And speaking of, hey, Hmm. what do you think about that that apology from uh, from the Dutch? From home, listen. I've I've, I've
1: always said this. I don't know if there's there there are enough uh, apologies or or gestures from the colonizers. I don't think you could ever ever make good on how they just tore africa and continue in some sense to tear africa apart i took a whole college course on how colonizers just cut they 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 they, uh associated with how you cut up a birthday cake they just cut up africa like i say you get this piece i want this piece and i'm gonna take this piece and so you can never in my opinion apologize and make good on that
2: ever well we well in the meantime do better (laughs) <laughs> die, Ever. die trying, right? But I think what they the Dutch Prime Minister with came up with—that ain't enough. Two hundred and twelve million dollar mm. fund to provide education, Never you know, around uh, the impacts, you know, of, of uh, slavery and the Netherlands' participation in it. Uh, uh-uh. uh, you got, you, you got to roll that back, mm. and 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 you got to, you got to bring more to the table than that. Especially considering just the movement around reparations across the country and around the world. There are folks that are being so much more thoughtful, and so. Uh, we're gonna keep our eye on that.
1: Coming up, he's awake and breaking his silence. That's
2: right. We'll hear from I'll Be Shore himself mm. following his health scare. Mm. Welcome back, soulmates. Okay, I'll be sure. Guess what? He's opening up about mm. his recent health scare. Yeah,
1: he recently gave his first interview after waking up from a coma that was two months long. Fox's Crystal Young has his story.
0: I'll be sure burst onto the music scene in the late 80s, and it was hard not to notice. Talented, charismatic, and good-looking, his first hit, Night and Day, got our attention. His follow-up, Off On Your Own, kept it. He credits his mom for instilling in him not only a love of music, but also a strong work ethic.
3: Imagine telling a single mother, three forms of public transportation, Yeah, I'm making an album, I'm making some music. Okay, make sure you're in the house at this time before the streetlight, what have you, so on and so forth. No, I'm, I'm in the basement making music. And she's like, okay, fantastic. So <laughs> I spent many nights locked out. So it's the discipline factor yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. of,
3: you know, being on time, following through.
0: It was his mother who took him to his first concert, The King of Pop, at Madison Square Garden.
3: She said, when Michael came out on stage, I stood there and tears just started and I froze. She said, I couldn't move. She would try to shake me and I was like,
0: wow, wow,
3: wow. It's Michael.
0: As a kid, Al mimicked entertainers he admired, like the legendary Tom Jones.
3: I used to religiously watch tom jones and try to mimic it's not unusual <laughs> walk to be loved by anyone
0: and somehow he always seemed to know you can't know where you're going until you know where you came from
3: as a young hip-hop kid from money Earned to mount vernon study the greats mm-hmm. like my first job was doing mixes with kyle west for rod stewart and mm-hmm. working with you know, Al Green and Barry White and Diana Ross. Mr. Al, be sure. In
0: 1989, Al won an American Music Award for Best New Artist. That same year, he snagged a Soul Train Award and in '91 was nominated for two Grammys.
3: Listen to your heart to
0: One for his work in the smash hit Secret Garden. He became close friends with David Bowie, who he says taught him how to ski, and Michael Jackson, who called him the heir apparent. He was at the height of his game.
3: Just imagine, you know, people putting you on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. Who's the easiest person to shoot at? Mm -hmm. The highest point. Mm -hmm. Clear, clear target. Mm -hmm. Um, So in every aspect of it, um, I'm just glad that there was no... uh, facebook twitter or instagram during the any heartbreak tour and imagine suge knight was the head of my security and me and bobby brown and mike tyson are running around everywhere and having a great time and enjoying life.
0: That um, sounds like a group right oh, there.
3: Oh, I'm trying. Bobby
0: to... Brown and Mike Tyson. I'm All tr- right. That sounds like you could get into some trouble. Capital no, T. No, no,
3: this is good trouble. This <laughs> oh, is, oh good, is good trouble. No, but you know oh, that what it was? Kind. But it okay. was you that know, Because it was a brotherhood.
0: But eventually, with success, came excess. And Al began to gain weight.
3: As time progresses, your life changes, your lifestyle changes, mm-hmm. more steak dinners, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> more late nights in the studio. With, with the, all the trimmings. After a while, the lifestyle changes and the metabolism does as well.
0: It was one of his mentors, Quincy Jones, who inspired him to lose the weight.
3: He cares, you know, he was yeah. really says, hey man, yeah. I need you to live, man, you got stuff to do. Right. You have, right. you have things to, to accomplish right. and things to do. but well, we need you around to do them. So, you know, get, get your act together.
0: He got bariatric surgery, began to look and feel better, then earlier this year had a medical emergency when he was rushed to the hospital after collapsing while working on new music. He called one of his closest friends for help.
3: Eddie F. is standing above me. I'm in a wheelchair, and he's talking to security. He had me hidden in the corner, and I'm in an emergency room. And then I remember... Um, him embracing me, putting me in his escalade or whatever, and 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 moving me. and I just remember those are the vague things that I remember. and wind up being in a hospital somewhere. This is in July two thousand twenty two and then it was October.
0: In a coma for two months, Al was close to death.
3: I was intubated. I was on a ventilator, had a tracheotomy. Um I mean, there was so many things going on to the point where, they were considering sending me to hospice. And what people don't truly understand unless you've been through this type of medical journey is taking for granted breathing, mm-hmm. tying your shoes, speaking.
0: As details of his health crisis began to surface, he received calls and letters from all over the world.
3: Keep your spirit right. Know that we're praying for you. We love you and everything's in God's hand. And all of my amazing, you know, industry colleagues and friends and, you know, everybody from, you know, Snoop and Halle Berry and just, you know, every, everybody's been reaching out to send love, prayers.
0: One of the most memorable, his recent letter from Vice President Kamala Harris.
3: Receiving this beautiful, beautiful uh, piece of mail from the White House. Nice. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, from the Vice President. Nice. And, um, Wait, so it was from Kamala? Yes.
0: Okay. Yes, well. Saying what? I heard you're back.
3: he's back. It tells the story of racism like you've never seen on screen before. How Al Sharpton rose.
0: Al has slowed down, but still making great strides. He recently narrated the national radio commercial spots for Reverend Al Sharpton's documentary, Loudmouth. Although he's on the road to recovery, his body bears the scars of his medical trauma.
3: I have what's called a chevron. And that's when they cut your chest open, which is probably the first time I'm actually talking about it. Um, uh, I'm the recipient of an amazing, blessed new liver. Um, and, the um, liver is a workhorse in liver. your body. Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. And, um, you know, and I'm gonna treat it well.
0: As Al looks forward, he's writing a book about his life.
3: So the working title's been From Mount Vernon to the Moon and Back.
0: I like it. And yes, like it. new music.
3: It's going to be an adult formula, obviously, yeah, and yeah. chock full of telling the story yeah, um, with a new Jack sexy type of groove to it.
0: Al's legacy is about music and family. He's super close to his three sons.
3: And if I can influence or help or inspire mm-hmm. someone else, I did my job. And, and, and if my sons and my grandson smiling and say, hey, that's my pop-pops, you know, <laughs> then I'm okay. I'm, I, I think I did my job, you know, just as long as I make them proud.
0: Albie Shore is a survivor, his life characterized by high highs and low lows. He's faced extreme challenges, stared down death, and he's still here to tell his own story. We all know in life that health is real wealth. I think you would agree with that at this point. You know. If you are healthy, if you are feeling good, you are 98 percent there. Just continue success in all you do. And just in case you were wondering, the moves, he's still got them.
3: Mm, <laughs> bow. <bam>, mm, <laughs> Outside of that?
0: Wait, 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 wait. I might get to do that because that just seems like it's a lot of shoulders. That's it, a lot of shoulders.
3: (laughs) And it's good for me to stretch at this age.
0: You got a good heart and that comes through, so you're good. All right. Part two.
3: Part two. All right. Let's update our software. Okay.
0: (laughs) I love that. Updated software. Bing, let's hit
3: the button. Thank you, Love. Thank Thank you, dear. I appreciate you. Blessings.
1: Wow! We thank Crystal Young for that. That was an amazing story. I had heard about you know him battling a few things. You've heard uh, about a few of those. Um, cases in in the story. But he also was suffering from uh, multiple illness, including uh, renal failure, uh, to the point where you did hear him say that they were considering hospice. And as you can see, he has managed to pull his strength together uh, after enduring that near death experience and continues to be on the road to recovery. And I can really identify with that Uh, back in 2008. Um, near-death experience. I was in the hospital for maybe about two months or so mm-hmm. and I had to uh, sign a non-resuscitation order. That's how bad of shape I was oh in. My. I didn't have enough blood in my body for them to even be able to resuscitate. My mom had to move down there and took about maybe three surgeries mm-hmm. to, to get this thing right. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just me and God in that room. And I was like, look look here, Lord, uh, you know, get me out this thing and 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 I will make good on that. And so I think, you know, when you're in that situation The prayer, at least for me, wasn't only, you know, deliver me from this situation, but please help me physically to never find myself uh, in this situation again. And and when he was talking about, you know, taking for granted just breathing, I was hooked to a machine and I was so sick they could not um, uh, put me to sleep. Mm-hmm. or sedate me. And so I had to feel everything and I could see everything that was happening. So whatever I was hooked up to, I could look up and see how what my body did when when I would breathe and take a breath. I saw my lungs, I saw my heart, I saw my kidney. And at that point, you know, I felt like God was ministering to me and say, hey, I just want you to take a look so you can make sure you um, keep this perspective and treat your body the way it needs to be treated. And from that point on, I wouldn't say the picture of health, but I stay very conscious of how much of a gift of uh, what your body does mm-hmm. for you uh, is.
2: I mean, just another reminder that, you know, health is wealth. Mm. Health is wealth. And, and, you know, if we didn't understand that from, uh, mm. again, some of the darkest days of the COVID pandemic, uh, certainly uh, Al Shore's testimony is is a reminder of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and how cool was it? All the mention of all the the greats that he's yeah. worked with over the years: Diana Ross, Soundtrack Tom of our Jones, uh, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Al Green. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just I'm I'm a music geek in that way. So appreciate that. <laughs> and Great story. We're glad that Al Shore is doing well. We are. Um, Now on to uh, another famous name, Raven Simone, she seems to know a thing or two about successfully navigating the entertainment business. In fact, her first gig on screen came prior to her second birthday. (laughs) In an Instagram Live, Simone admitted that she has never used the money she's made from working on the iconic Cosby Show series and that she is still generating money, saying, quote, I haven't touched my Cosby money. Can
1: you believe that? Uh, uh,
2: Yes. (laughs) Simone also went on to say that she's still generating money from the show to this day. Between 1990 and 1992, Simone starred in 66 episodes as a series regular. Not only did she see her original earnings, but the superstar was also able to cash in on residuals For all the networks that picked up The Cosby Show in the years to follow. So how much is Raven Simone worth? Well, according to Celebrity Net Worth, she's worth an estimated $40 million dollars, which could very well include her royalties from the hit NBC show, along with the massive success she had with That's, That's so, so Raven.
1: Raven. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad. Stacks on stacks on stacks. Trevor Noah, uh, he's probably got some stacks, too, will host the Grammy Awards for a third consecutive year. He will also serve as the show's producer. The 65th Grammy Awards is set for February 5th with Beyonce leading the way with nine nominations. Kendrick Lamar follows close with eight nominations. Noah recently ended his run as host of Comedy Central's The Daily Show after seven years.
2: Can't wait. Some of my favorites. (laughs) All right, now, Calling All Karens. Mm. Can y'all hear me? Mm. A new documentary called Deconstructing Karen is challenging white women to start getting real about their own personal racism. The documentary explores the race to dinner concept led by... Founders Regina Jackson and Sarah Rao, who facilitate radically honest conversations about race at the dinner table with eight white women. Now, the conversations push past the predictable Karen defense tactics (laughs) as the host calls out attendees for playing a victim and taking attention away from the critically needed discussions about systemic racism. DECONSTRUCTING KAREN CAN BE SEEN ON APPLE ITUNES.
1: Mm, WATCHING THAT. ALSO GOING TO WATCH VOGUE AND YOUTUBE ORIGINAL HERE uh, THAT EXPLORES THE LEGACY OF BLACK MODELS WITH A SIX-PART DOCUMENTARY SERIES BASED ON MARCELLA REYNOLDS' 2019 BOOK, SUPREME MODELS, ICONIC BLACK WOMEN WHO REVOLUTIONIZED FASHION. NOW, THE SERIES CHRONICLES THE EVOLUTION OF BLACK BEAUTY AND ITS IMPACT ON THE FASHION INDUSTRY. THE CIVIL RIGHTS MOVEMENT THE BLACK IS BEAUTIFUL ERA AND THE INFLUENCE ON AMERICAN CULTURE. TRAILBLAZERS SUCH AS IMAN AND roshamba JONES AND DETROITER. VERONICA WEBB ALONG WITH MANY OTHERS WILL SHARE PERSONAL STORIES. As boundary breaking women who set new standards in the worlds of beauty and fashion from the 1960s to the digital age of today. Supreme models can be seen right now exclusively on YouTube, listed under the Celebrate Black Voices and Perspectives category.
2: The new year is here, and Pantone wants to make sure you entered it wearing the right color. Mm. They released their annual color of the year and 2023 goes to Viva Magenta. Pantone describes the color as a balance of warm and cool that promotes both fearlessness and joy and says it's an unconventional shade for an unconventional time. Mm. The Institute's choice is a reflection of the latest trends in fashion beauty tech and home decor. If you're wondering what the color of 2022 was, it was very Perry, which is basically purple.
1: Oh well, listen, I'm I'm big on colors and and what they mean. Jewel tones in the yeah in the spiritual realm, and then you know moving from radio to television, I, I you took you take these tests and they tell you what you look best in. And today I'm not wearing, uh, yeah. jewel, but the jewel tone palette is best for my com- complexion. But listen, when you talk about what was it, Viva Magenta? Uh huh. Um, it, it encompasses a few different colors, and and I see why they why they got to this. Right, you have pink, which is the the color of love, and then you have purple, uh, which is royalty, and then you have red, which represents power. So then when you come up with this Viva Magenta thing, it works.
2: It does. You know, it and, really does. And, and when you
1: when you combo all those colors together.
2: I'm wearing purple today, thinking I'm being fashion forward, mm-hmm. right? But apparently this was the color of 2022, and so you know. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, I'm wearing black, and it always
2: works. It always works. Every, yeah, a little
1: splash of what? No, what is this? House tooth? House to? I can never say like it right. I think house, house, house tooth. That's right. House, house.
2: Okay. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> hey, what about that deconstructing Karen documentary?
1: Um, very interesting. Yeah. I, I got a chance to uh, dig a little deep as, as I was, uh, you know. Writing that, and uh, I'm going to take a look at it. It's it's running on Apple uh, iTunes because I love how the the hosts are. They are just no nonsense, and how uh, the Karens at the table kind of go right to oh and uh, and and they cut it right and, and cut it right at it at the at the head and say, hey, this is the problem, and let's get to some more honest conversations about your personal yeah. your personal uh struggle if you will with racism and, and and awareness of that i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna check it out
2: i'm gonna watch it too mm-hmm. we should have the creator of that documentary on yeah. to, to talk we'll more about it
1: and then raven simone 40 million dollars oh she's, who knew she had 40 million dollars always been very smart and savvy with the, with her business so Big ups to her. Big, we ups, can learn ups. a lot. That's right. Uh, moving along here, after a tumultuous start as CEO, Elon Musk may step down after all, asking Twitter users to decide his future at his newly acquired company. He created a, a Twitter poll asking users to vote: Should I step down as head of Twitter? And a majority of users said. Yeah, (laughs) Musk says he will abide by the results of, of the poll, which he made after yet another policy change. This all stems from a new policy banning people from linking websites that are blacklisted by the company, including Facebook and IG. Twitter gave no reason for why those platforms are considered, quote, prohibited and others are not. The move generated so much immediate criticism that Musk. Apologize. A lot of people were talking about this over the holiday break and the saga continues.
2: Lots of apologizing. <laughs> just saying, just don't do it. You don't have to apologize. It's that simple. All right. So listen in writers. When the words aren't flowing and it feels like nothing's working, when you're trying to find your groove again, changing your surroundings is a great way to shift your energy and push your way out of writer's block. Retreats are also a great way to change your scenery when riding some of the more popular black writers retreats coming this year include wild seeds retreat for writers of color in the Brooklyn area. The American College Personnel Association's 2023 virtual writers retreat and black writers weekend in Atlanta. That may be another great Mm -hmm, spot. mm -hmm. Uh, And for the writers block getaway. For that writer's block getaway, destinations like uh, Jekyll Island in Georgia, the Colorado Mountains, and Florida's beaches are among the most popular.
1: All right, one of our faves, Issa Rae's media company, Hooray Media, has launched the Black and Unlimited Digital Development Program Creator Courses in partnership with walmart now the program aims to encourage and aid emerging creators in finding their creative voices many popular celebrities like ray got their uh, start on social media platforms with little to no guidance with programs Courses like the Black and Unlimited Development Initiative, more creators can properly hone their craft and reach new heights. Now, the program provides emerging creators a $10,000 stipend and a creator kit that includes equipment needed for their coursework and content creation. The creators will also travel to LA for the Black and Unlimited Creator Weekend, where they will create content in their niche around the experience and Issa Rae is the gift that keeps on giving starting with Awkward Black Girl Mm -hmm. back in the day if you will on YouTube Uh, fast forward to uh, uh, Insecure Insecure yeah and and now projects like this and uh, she's just fabulous to me I I, love
2: her I love the focus on black creators and creators of color and queer creators and so keep it up still ahead our black excellence segment
1: don't go anywhere we'll be right back you're watching Souls Black Report, New Year.
2: Happy New Year. All right, soulmates. For many people, this year marked the first time since the onset of the coronavirus pandemic that travel was back within reach. And as we quickly approach a new year, as we're firmly in the new year, That's I right. should say, uh, The point guys travel guide has listed some of the best places to visit in 2023.
1: Yeah, lots of us getting out and about Mm -hmm. last year on into this year, making the list of the best places to visit in 2023 include Orlando, Charleston, L.A. Some of the best overseas countries to visit include South Africa, Kenya, Turks and Caicos, Panama and the Walt Disney Wish Cruise. Mm. Uh, New hotel openings, uh, affordable flights, plus the places that embody travel trends and philosophies like prioritizing sustainability, focusing on indigenous and community-based tourism are just some of the factors that help determine determine the list so there you
2: go well listen i do my part traveling back and forth to los angeles uh, and dc on on the weekends right and so i'm glad i'm going to one of uh one of the best cities to travel to
1: yeah so is there a particular spot you want to visit this year that that's been on the list that you haven't gotten to yet that's a
2: good question you know i've never been to toronto and being that we're in detroit (gasps) you're only four hours away right and take the train honey and take a little libation where do you want to go
1: um went to turks and caicos for the honeymoon I just want to go back for even longer we were there a week i want to do like
2: two weeks so you want to do a repeat anything new Any i new need to, i need to get to
1: africa what country just yet i'm not sure you know probably south africa but i need to get okay. to africa that is for i sure. see
2: ghana in your future
1: okay let's go <laughs> do you
2: need i'm the quarter like corte I'm a ghanaian Nix. name yeah call uh-huh.
1: that family tell them we coming
2: that's right until next time y'all stay lifted yeah
1: happy new year hey
2: <laughs>